Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Hello, and here we are again on BBS Radio, which is bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. And I'm also on Rumble which is rumble.com forward slash user forward slash Rahasia Uncensored. And I'm starting to post on YouTube again, which is youtube.com forward slash Lotus Guide. Even though the Lotus Guide magazine doesn't exist anymore, because um, we quite simply, we lost too much of our demographics. Uh, the magazine wasn't being picked up the way it should have been. And... Um, you know, at a certain point, you feel an obligation to advertisers, people that depend on you. And what I was doing was compensating that with our community email, which reaches out to 10,000 people. But um, with the crazy feedback I was getting, everything from men can have babies to there's like thousands of genders, whatever. Um, I know I, I felt it was time to pull back from that and concentrate on my podcast, which I'm barely doing, to be honest with you. Uh, I need to start promoting it more. Um, I, I guess there's a maybe an unconscious thing in me that I, I, I hesitate on getting out there too much um, because I don't know. I don't know how this thing's going to go. And I don't have the resources or the backing. I, I would be easy pickings for any government agency that wanted to pick me off. Uh, it, it would be too easy. I, I don't have the lawyers and financial reserves. So right now I'm just sort of playing uh, my hand close to my vest and um, just seeing where it goes. Whoever watches my podcast is exactly who should be watching it. And uh, today we're going to be talking about predictive programming. Now, predictive programming on a psychological level is pretty easy to understand. You put out the programming, the information to get a person's mind right there uh, and easily to accept what's coming for real. Uh, They do this through all kinds of TV programs and books and magazines and newspaper articles and news media releases and everything. But I think it actually goes a little deeper than that. Um, You know, I've I've thought about this. Whether you're Dracula or whether you're whoever, the bad guys, the devil, they all have to announce themselves. And I think there's a cosmic reason for that. Uh, Even for black magic to work. The person that you're doing the black magic on, you have to identify yourself and you have to somewhat say what's, you have to get them to acquiesce to you and acknowledge you. And at some degree, some level, 
of awareness. You have to get them to agree um, for the magic to work, uh, whether it's satanic rituals or just black magic. Uh, there, there is something about this that has to be. So today, I, I noticed this um, first on Twitter. Then I went and watched the episode. It's on X Files, 2016. Now, when you're watching this, uh, the guy that created X Files and did these series, he says in an interview that the the crazy conspiracy theorist on the TV is Alex Jones, actually. Um, He also said that the CIA brings him scripts uh, under the intention that, hey, this might be sort of a cool thing to uh, show your audience. We thought, you know, you might like it. But it's predictive programming. Now listen to what they're saying in 2016. And uh, keep in mind, in 2020, there's all kinds of shows and programs coming out about planes going into buildings and blaming Osama bin Laden. All this is creeping out into the public awareness. Uh, And at this point, I'm not too sure what kind of idiocy it takes to not see what's going on. But um, I've mentioned this before. My show isn't for people that just can't think anymore. This is this is meant for the people sitting on the fence. Uh, if you're down on my side of the aisle, you probably already know a lot of this stuff. And, um, you know, it's, it's just rehashing stories, which is good to do because you always catch something new. But I'm trying to reach people that are going, hmm, I wonder. I wonder if the government really is lying to me. I wonder. I wonder about this. Ever since JFK, I've wondered about this. Even as a 13, 14-year-old sitting on my uh, lunch table around 11 o'clock, I think, it came over the loudspeaker. I was in junior high or something. And it came on there, and I, I remembered exactly where I was, what I was doing. Unlike LBJ, he said he couldn't remember where he was. Uh, he was in Dallas. It's amazing that he couldn't remember. <laughs> okay, this is some of the X-Files now. I'm going to play this, and I think you'll see what I mean when I play this. Pat O'Malley has been making claims. Claims about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Put by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. This is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Hold on. This is the internet lunatic that he's talking about. It's it's Alex Jones. And this was the creator of the show said he based it on things that Alex Jones was saying. Agent Einstein, you're talking to a scientist. Uh, Forgive me, assistant director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts as I understand them cannot be discounted out of hand. No one has the right or the ability to tamper with your DNA. Unless we gave them that ability. Unless we gave them that ability, unless them is us, you know, it it could be our government. So keep that in mind. Sorry about that. Here we go. 
You say they're tampering with our DNA, that they're able to shut down our immune systems by the addition of something to our DNA. Yes, but I don't know how exactly. Or how it's being triggered. I don't know that either. Or why it's happening now. What can we possibly do? We need to act quickly. You were right about that. Well, I was wrong about the science. I was wrong about what's causing it. Dead wrong, in fact. It, but it's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. A virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. You always have a name for it. And uh, keep in mind, this is what they're talking about with the spike protein. And this sounds suspiciously like mRNA, messenger RNA. Why don't people get the fact that this is not a vaccine? It's meant to interact with your DNA. I, I It gets a little frustrating, folks, sometimes. And I guess that's why I'm, I'm not pushing, promoting myself right now. It's all I can do to handle my own life. I, I live in a forest and... I'll narrow it down to Northern California, but, um, you know, I have goats, I have chickens, I have a dog, I have a lot of responsibility, and I, I know what's coming. I know it. Last month, un- under the price index, vegetables went up 38% in one month. I mean, you tell me that we're not in inflation right now? Federal Reserve's doing everything they can supposedly, but they're they're raising the interest rates to the point to where it's not feasible to buy property anymore. So houses are starting to crash. At the same time, rent is going up. Nobody wants to pay six percent for a thirty-year loan. Oh, nobody. And we are so underwater in this country that it, it's it's scary for most people. I, I think the last count was thirty-two trillion dollars. In, de- in debt, but that's just being uh, <laughs> really gracious and liberal. But we're trillions and trillions of dollars in debt with credit card debt and student debt and housing debt. And we, we are debt, debt, deep in trouble, very trouble. We have to figure this out. What's wrong with the science? Okay. The Spartan virus removes the adenosine deaminase gene from your DNA. Removes the ADA gene and your immune system will simply vanish. Yeah, but I'm not getting sick. It's only a matter of time. And that's another thing, too. People are starting to get sick now. You know, I I talk to people, well, I, I took the shot and I'm not sick. Well, chances are they were in a democratic state, for one. Um... Seems like uh, the really hot batches went to the Republican-based states. But it's just now starting to roll in, um, and people are becoming aware. Uh, matter of fact, I'll play a couple of clips for you from um, Australia. Parents don't want their baby to have this heart procedure because they want to give it blood from the blood bank that's been taken from people that's had the vaccination. And it's clear now, uh, died suddenly, look that up on the internet, died suddenly. You can go to Rumble and watch the whole documentary. Too many people are dying and they're dying of, they, they call them blood clots, but it's not blood clots, it's clots of something that's self-replicating in their bloodstream. 
I mean, funeral home directors and embalmists and all the people that deal with bodies after they die and they're starting to cut them apart and go, what the hell is this? And they're pulling out this. I mean, when you see the documentary, don't don't watch it at lunchtime or dinner time. It, but this is information you need to have. Okay. So how does it work? How does the virus remove the ADAG? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. CRISPR Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly. Do you know people you can you can get CRISPR kits on Amazon. People are ordering this stuff and using CRISPR to uh, genetically alter their pets uh, in their garage. I mean, I th- I think I-, I would say let's leave this up to the experts. But then we see what the experts are doing, and they're doing even worse things. They're they're actually accomplishing uh, genetically modified soldiers and everything. I should pull this one thing up. They're building these big, huge, huge, huge incubator warehouses where they can do 30,000 babies, growing them in little uh, artificial wombs. And they're, they're really pushing this. I mean, and they're, they're saying it's to, well, I'll get into that later, but we know what they're doing. The, the bottom line here is they want population reduction and they want to make super soldiers. Instance used as a weapon. It's the ultimate weapon. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. Through gene editing. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Oh, and government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine a government hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent or cruel or efficient. By severe drought brought on by weather wars conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves in a state of perpetual war to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the federal emergency... This is true, too. We're we're building prison camps. They call them FEMA camps, but they're prison camps. And they're completely empty right now. And, I mean, years ago, years ago, uh, I heard this on Alex Jones and checked it out. uh, And and it was true. There's 26 FEMA camps on BLM land hidden away at that time for 1.6 million people. Now it's it's sort of gone crazy. These camps disappear off into the distance. Australia, they're getting ready for something. They're they're going to throw everything at us, everything, because they're running scared right now. They're in panic mode, full panic mode. I mean, I I think probably Fauci wakes up in the middle of the night screaming that he's hanging by a lynch mob in in front of the White House. They're coming after these people. 
And now they've got to do something. And if they don't, they're all going to get taken to court, tried, convicted, and public hangings. That's what's coming, just like the Nuremberg trials. It's coming, folks. So if I was on that side of the fence and I was them, I would be full panic or become a whistleblower, which is what a lot of them are doing. And now they're, they're trading in their, their chips right now by giving uh, whistleblowing information. Uh, they're coming out from Google. Uh, look at what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter. I mean, some people say he's fired like 90% of the people that work there. I, I seen one picture of the desks disappearing off into the distance where the sensors used to sit, and they're all empty. They're all empty. Some people say he has 50 people working there. I, I, that's probably uh, an exaggeration, but let's say he has 100 people. Think of all the, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that he has fired that were doing nothing else but just sitting there taking up space and censoring people out that they didn't agree with. A lot of things got censored and taken off and put back after the higher-ups said, no, no, we can't be that blatant about it. Um, Man in America, if you go to, if you go to uh, band.video, look at Man in America, look at the interview he was doing with an ex-Google employee. And what the ex-Google employee was saying was, and, and he worked there for six years. He said it was really a great six years, but the next three or four years when he started seeing what was going on, it didn't turn out so well. He says, what's going on in the, in the tech industry, especially these social media platforms, is because of the equity and the, the racial biasness that's going on. And everybody, is, they have to hire more black people, brown people, yellow people. They have to hire more transvestites and homosexuals and everything else, regardless of. And if you're on my community email, you'll see some of the examples that I put out there. I mean, we're hiring people not based upon what they can do, but what they say they want to be. Uh, in their minds, that's what they are. But in our minds, that's just something that they're pretending that they're going to be. Uh, a man can have a baby and dress like a woman. Now he's a woman because he declares himself a woman. It, it, it doesn't work that way. I feel ridiculous even talking like this. Oh, my God management agency with no stated purpose. The corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken and control. A now look at this. This is the reports of miscarriage and stillbirth by year. And if you'll notice, uh, they started doing this a long time ago. It started going up in 2007, 8, 9. Look what happens in 2021. That's uh, almost a year into the uh, vaccinations. Look at that line. I, it, it goes up completely off of anything you would ever expect. Now look at 2022 when women and everybody started getting hep to the vaccines and they started going, oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't think I'm going to do this. Then it goes back down a little bit. But this is insane, people. Uh, and it takes an insane person not to see this. 
populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes. And the final takeover begins. Study, 82% of pregnant women who got vaccinated for COVID during the first and second trimester suffered miscarriage. Um, I, I, You know, sometimes I really don't know how to address this when somebody can read something like that, see the study, see the research, and still take a shot and kill their baby in their womb. this will get into another story. I'm not going to do it again right now because you're probably sick of me hearing, hearing me talk about Wetiko. But I, I think we're being invaded by an interdimensional species. And I think it's we have off-planet beings here that don't have our best interests at heart and are working hand in hand. Um, man, I'm going to have to do a show on something I, I heard. Uh, Richard Hoagland, in very, very limited ways he was talking about a relationship he had with extraterrestrial off-planet beings a couple of them and they were telling him their plans back in the 70s and basically their plan was to invade planet earth at the highest levels and take over people's minds in politics and media and using interdimensional entities that feed on fear um when you hear this story back in the 70s, and, and you can go all the way back to the 50s when people were hearing this from sources that were identifying themselves as off-planet beings. You know, are we being invaded? Would, that would explain everything. It would explain it perfectly. As a matter of fact, it's the only common denominator I can find that explains what's going on. The takeover of America by a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Followed by... Yep, that's how it would happen, too, on a Friday, uh, where they can control the, the... propaganda more appropriately. They can have two or three days to really solidify their actions. Um, That's coming too. You know, this digital currency, it's coming, folks. Matter of fact, it's already here in a few countries. Uh, China has their own digital yuan that they've already rolled out. And that's, I mean, the very foundation of the, the social control of people. If I if I if all of my money is digital, and I step out of line, which is <laughs> sort of what I I do uh, by speaking the truth, they could put a lockdown on my bank account. I, I would have no money at all, or they could do something like you know my money will only work twenty five miles from my home. I, I couldn't travel, or five miles, or one mile from my home. They could do anything they want to do. And if they're controlling the narrative, which they're trying desperately to do, uh, it's sort of falling apart thanks to Elon Musk, whatever you think about him, putting brain chips in you, putting satellites up there and blasting out 5G. Yeah, there's a lot of things to keep in mind here. But what he's doing with Twitter 
is disruptive, to say the least. And now he's talking about uh, designing his platform on Twitter to where he can put up 41-minute videos. Uh, That is going to be so competitive for YouTube with all their censoring. That's, That's going to rob them of a lot of advertisement. And people will start switching over and doing 41-minute videos. Uh, I know I would. I will. You know, that's he needs support right now, and we need to support each other. The detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. Well, will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia. An invasion of the U.S. The Russians tried it in 47. And that's what it's all about, folks. That's what it's all about. Okay, what we're going to talk about right now, because I I get a lot of people saying, how would these people get away with this, one, but why would they do it? It's it's their kids. It's their life, too, you know. Uh, They've been preparing for this for many, 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 many years. And this is a quick little video to show you some of their preparations, let's say, because they know what they're doing and um, they know what's coming. With our government guilty of pushing a deadly experimental vaccine, robbing the nation of its wealth, and starting a war with Russia, who has a superior nuclear weapons arsenal, one has to ask, be it angry mobs or atom bombs, where do these crooks plan on escaping the fallout? Denver is now handing out free bug out bags to help you just in case you run into emergency. Lisa, all right, I asked you last time, I need to know the checklist of everything I got to put in my bug out bag. Toilet paper, paper towels, toilet paper, paper towels. We've got cotton balls. Two opportunities to get these free emergency preparedness bags. So really an important effort, especially when we're talking about severe weather. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are going to go and get those bags, but for people who maybe can't make it out there, is there anything in there that's, you know, too tough that you couldn't just put one of those together yourself? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could easily put together yourself. I mean, if you got any extra cotton balls, you know, paper towels, toilet paper. The city of Denver is letting the locals know They should be prepared for an unexpected order to get out of town in a hurry. And many people are connecting dots between this and the Denver International Airport. The Denver International Airport has long been rumored to be sitting atop an underground military base built deep beneath the surface and connected to several other underground bases. These rumors are the result of several interesting facts. From 1995 until he was found dead a year later, Phil Schneider gave dozens of lectures claiming to be a geological engineer hired to build deep underground military bases, known as DUMS, for the U.S. government. His father was Captain Oscar Schneider, a former Nazi stationed in Florida working black operations for naval intelligence. Phil Schneider was showing samples of what he claimed were unknown exotic metals. He provided maps of the underground dumbs and showed off dramatic scars that he claimed were from a violent skirmish with a non-human species deep underground. In January of 1996, Schneider was found dead in his home days after he mysteriously died of strangulation. Investigations were never completed and it was ruled a suicide. His evidence went missing. Before he died, Phil Schneider used his clearance to take investigative author Alex Christopher into the top underground levels of the Denver airport. 
where they took pictures of a long road heading off to multiple destinations. Built upon 53 square miles of land, 25 miles from downtown, the Denver airport was billions of dollars over budget. Different contractors were hired for each section, some of whom have come forward and claimed it would take days to show you what's down there. Inside the otherwise unimpressive airport, there is a capstone with cryptic Illuminati and Masonic imagery, marking a time capsule buried beneath to be opened in 2094. The airport opened with a famous four-piece mural depicting biological warfare, death and destruction, the surrender of all national sovereignty, and the emergence of a new religion. On the floor, for no apparent reason, is what appears to be the symbol for gold and silver in a mining cart, AUAG, which is also the abbreviation for a deadly strain of hepatitis discovered in 1965. Outside on the surface, the runways form the shape of a swastika, and passengers are greeted by what has become known as Blucifer, a 32-foot horse with glowing red eyes that reportedly killed its creator when a piece of the sculpture came loose and severed an artery in his leg. This is why many people are talking about Denver's bug-out bag program, which is good, because now that we know who the people committing these historic crimes against humanity are, we can't just let them slip away into some hole somewhere. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. I mean, if if you don't get it by now, um, you're probably listening to the wrong channel because it's becoming so clear. And that's another thing that happens too that leads me to think about interdimensional entities taking over people's minds, uh, causing mass formation psychosis. So many people that I know are losing it. They're, they're, they're going unconscious, and they're not seeing what I see. I can see it clearly. Matter of fact, I, I did a podcast. It's so clear. You know, I, it can't get much clearer than this. But here's the strange part. They're saying the same thing about me. And the only difference is, is I have evidence, facts, research, and I can lay it down on the table and say, this is why I see things the way I see them is because this is how the research and everything's going. I, I am following the real science and the real scientists and the real searchers and the people out there doing the hard on the ground work. And you ask them, where's your evidence? And that's what you get. Silence. Uh, they have no evidence. They don't want to debate you. They can't debate you. If they debate you, it all becomes clear at that point to any neutral bystander. <laughs> it becomes very clear what what is going on. And I think what is going on, we, we really need to pay attention right now because the, the only, and, and this is probably, if you take nothing else from this podcast today, take this. The only defense we have is to hold love and compassion in our heart and keep our frequency really high because that frequency is what tunes you into. Now, I'm assuming you have a pineal gland left uh, that hasn't been calcified. 
But if your frequency is really high, you've been drinking really good water and doing all your decalcification for your pineal gland, you'll be picking up energies and uh, information from higher sources. This is why they've been trying to calcify your pineal gland for 70 years. I remember when I was a kid, there was commercials on TV. It'll keep your teeth really nice and white and you'll never have to go to the dentist. It's, It's bullshit, you know. Fluoride, Go next time you go to the store, pick up some rat poison and look on the back, the ingredients. The main ingredient is fluoride. That's what they're putting in our drinking water. It, it's toxic poison. It kills rats. And uh, I guess nothing could be more appropriate than somebody that just doesn't believe this because you, you're being killed. You're being toxified. I mean... Sometimes I, I feel, matter of fact, you know, I, in my last community email, I was accused of being patronizing. And I'm thinking, am I being patronizing? Or if you're a child listening to what I'm saying, yeah, it probably does seem patronizing. Uh, but if you're at least equal or even not even quite equal with the information I'm bringing about, it, it's just information, informative, uh, engaging sometimes conflictive, some, but it makes you think. Uh, your critical thinking kicks in. Uh, but if you're a child, you just feel like you're being preached at by some parental uh, figure. And um, I, di- I didn't even say that to him. He emailed me. I, I didn't even email him back. Uh, how do you tell a person, look, the reason I'm sounding patronizing is because you're a child. It's really being patronizing. Um but once you're down that rabbit hole, there's no way to pull somebody out. Everything you do is inverted and gets turned around back on them. And everything you say is being turned upside down, inside out. There, there's a point where you can't decipher. You can't use critical thinking, deductive reasoning. Your cognitive frontal lobe is cut off. And like I say, the only thing that can get you out of that, I believe... And and I don't I use the word believe sparingly, uh, but I, I believe that if love is in your heart, and compassion is part of your daily thinking with other people, your frequency is going to be so high that you're not going to be attacked by these entities. Now here's one for you. This is a couple in um, Australia, and their their baby needed heart surgery. And as serious as the heart surgery is, they um, didn't want to give it blood from, obviously, you don't want to get tainted blood from vaccinated people that's dying of all kinds of shit in their system, coagulating and uh, blocking their arteries and veins and capillaries. I mean, once again, it's so clear. That's not what you would want to do. So they said, no, we will even find people, friends, family that hasn't been vaccinated. The blood is good blood for the baby, the same type and everything, but they haven't been vaccinated and we can use that blood. And the hospital said, no, the government said, no, they finally came out and took the baby away from them. And God only knows what they're doing to the baby now. I mean, uh, taking a baby away from parents because they want the best for it. Now, if you listen to CNN, they said, that the Australian couple, they're letting their baby die 
uh, and holding back surgery because they don't want it to have a blood transfusion, not explaining any of the details about it at all. They don't want their baby to die. Give me a break. God. The judge has ruled for guardianship of this four-month-old baby to be placed into the court so that its heart surgery can proceed as soon as possible. Four-month-old Will has a rare heart disease. His parents, Samantha and Cole, lost custody of him because they were not willing to accept blood from vaccinated donors with the spike protein. They found their own donors, which is allowed, but they were denied. And they provided evidence that the experimental spike protein stays in the blood of the vaccinated for at least 14 days. An experimental spike protein which is killing people and causing heart problems primarily with young males, just like Will. But it was ignored. The New Zealand government locked the three of them under police guard in a hospital room. They're coming against God and God's will, and, and they're coming against Will. You know, that's our baby's name. Our baby's name's Will, and, and he he's really important. It's not over. You know, everyone needs to continue to stand and stand with us and fight because uh, this is just the beginning. Um, it's not over. And at around 11 p.m. last night, masked police came into the room and took Will away. The New Zealand government has now kidnapped this young child and plan to immediately operate on him, specifically using the tainted blood of the vaccinated. Blood that we know will most likely have the spike protein that has been killing people. People much older and healthier than four-month-old Will, who needs our help. You guys are criminals. <laughs> Please! You've got to realize I that you're now involved in a criminal Did you not see his eyes? Did you not see No, you do not need to do the operation. No, you do not. Jude! Please, can I just go down with him? <laughs> Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Sometimes I, I honestly don't even know what to say at this point. Um, there's so much going on. Um, Ron Paul recently uh, gave a, a news media release, and he said, "It you better be prepared because it's all coming down. Uh, the financial system, shortly after that, will be the social system, our government, everything. It's coming down. This is a planned demolition of America. And because if they can take America down, everything else will fall shortly after that. We are the last great hope. Us in Brazil, if, if Brazil stands strong, um, it's going to be hell there. But if they can stand strong, that would solidify South America maybe and give a stronghold for some kind of reason and uh, consciousness to take hold and spread out. But they're surrounded by Paraguay and Uruguay and all these other countries. that The Bushes bought most of the land down there, and they have the water rights to the, the largest underground water reservoir on the planet. They know what's coming. God, it's so clear. It's, it's so clear. I, 
But let's stay on this, uh, the baby thing with the, the tainted blood. Now I'm going to show you another one. This is really recent. This, what we just watched, was a couple weeks old. Now, like I say, th this is going to be a recent thing that we're watching here. This is what's happening to our children. If you don't care about your neighbor, if you don't care about your family, don't care about yourself, at some point, you have to at least care about the children. I mean, at least that much. For heaven's sakes. Okay, here we go. In case you missed it, at DC Homecoming on Twitter sums up the latest horror story of our time. A newborn baby boy named Alex was born in Washington State with a 95% survivable congenital heart defect. He was also anemic and he needed a blood transfusion. In 2021, little Alex's parents had a close friend die of a heart attack shortly after she received her COVID-19 vaccine. By all accounts, their friend was healthy and her death caused alarm bells to go off about the safety of the mRNA vaccine. Because of this experience, they wanted to make sure that young baby Alex had unvaccinated blood for his transfusion. So they found a match through a member at their church and they paid to have the proper protocol take place for Alex to receive that donor's blood. However, when it came time for the hospital to initiate the transfusion, the doctors and nurses claimed they were unable to locate the unvaccinated donor's blood the parents had procured. So without the parents' consent, they took blood from the hospital's general stockpile. The doctors and nurses assured the parents that baby Alex would be fine and told them babies rarely, if ever, get blood clots. Shortly after the transfusion, baby Alex developed a large blood clot. The blood clot ran from his knee all the way up to his heart. The hospital changed their tune, saying babies get blood clots all the time, and this was normal. Baby Alex was put on the highest dose of blood thinners possible for his age and size. But the blood clot didn't dissipate at all. Just 12 days later, Alex sadly passed away as a result of a blood clot. And now the Sacred Heart Children's Hospital that killed him claims there's no record of baby Alex being at the hospital, despite ample evidence including photographs, medical bills, and his death certificate. What is going on here? Just days ago, Cole Reeves and Samantha Savage had their infant child Will taken by the New Zealand government to explicitly be given vaccinated blood. Will is still healthy, and his father suggests the possibility that hospital workers may have disobeyed the government and used clean, unvaccinated blood for will surgery. One can only hope that eventually people will start standing up against this mass murder. And the sooner, the better. Because young, innocent children like Alex are being murdered in hospitals all over the world. And these monsters are still pushing to inject every single child 
with this deadly poison. Reporting for info. And on and on it goes, folks. On and on it goes. Um, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? How much time we have left here? We've got about uh, 10 minutes. So let's talk about a few other things, too, that's going on. Because um, one of the things that's happening here in Northern California is there's six electrical substations that have been targeted and shot out and <clears throat> disrupted. Why are they targeting uh, our electrical grid? And this is happening all over, by the way. At the same time, diesel fuel is getting really, really low, really low. And at the same time, the gas prices are continuing to go down because they're using up our strategic oil reserves. What happens when that runs out? It sort of reminds me of a, if you're blind and you're drinking out of a glass of water with a straw, everything seems fine. It, you might as well have thousands of gallons of water left for all you know, until all of a sudden it's gone. And that's what happens to people's wells. It's what happens to people's oil wells, water wells. It just runs out suddenly. What happens when our strategic oil reserve runs out and we have no fossil fuel, oil, or gasoline for our military? Do you possibly think still at this point that this is not some kind of a conspiracy going on? I mean, open borders, the, the whole thing it is so obvious. Um, I, I hardly know what to say anymore to some, some of my friends because what do you say to something when you tell them, that, look, the sky is blue and they keep saying it's green. And you, you say, no, look, here's, a, here's a, a blue tag. It says blue on it. Hold it up to the sky and it's blue. And, and they refuse to look. Or if you tell them two plus two equals four and they say, no, no, it's green. And, and you go, what? Uh, if they say five, you can argue with that. You know, you can get little children's blocks out and put two and two and count them up and show them it's four. But how do you argue with logic that's coming out of some people right now? It's it's a blindness, a mental blindness that I have a difficult time with. I I have all but cut myself off from a lot of society at this point. I, I like taking my dog for a walk. We have a pond down the road and a little waterfall. We have a stream. I mean, it's beautiful back here. Um, as long as it doesn't catch on fire. Uh, but right now, we're, I think we're high enough to where the humidity sort of protects us throughout the summer months. And we've been getting a lot of rain and snow now, so we're probably okay. And I just, there's a lot of things you just have to prepare and hope for the best and, you know, prepare for the worst. But, you know, I, I have a, well, I don't want to say what I have. Uh, but, but let's just say I'm prepared. Uh, for whatever might pop up. Um, and I was talking to the PG&E guy here the other day, back on the road, 
and we were talking about how things are, you know, and he lives down in the city and he, he says, you know, people, he says, I can see it in their face. They're getting scared. And it's, it's going to hit mom and pop first in the Bay Area and Sacramento and in the cities. And then we'll see it coming before it gets back up here because they, they don't want to come back up here with, you know, crazy conspiracy survivalist people that are totally prepared for people like that. Uh, they, they don't know what they're going to run into. And uh, they're not exactly free-thinking, loving, caring people. And, and those people tend to be a little bit lazy. They get what they can get and grab it and go home and munch it down and go out and grab some more. They, they don't like working. And they, they think they're entitled to it for some reason because uh, they were born poor, born black, born brown, born gay or whatever they're going through their heads. Uh, but they're not entitled to what I have. Um, I, I will share what I have. Matter of fact, I, I have some stuff that I'm putting away to share with people because I, I have friends that they're not preparing at all. They say they are. They say they believe me. They When I talk to them, they say, yeah, yeah, it's really getting bad. But if I ask them what they're doing, even my own family, I know they're not preparing. Uh, they can't think about it. It's too much. Uh, I know people that they've spent a lifetime ignoring reality, ignoring their spiritual search, ignoring their consciousness, ignoring everything to the part point to where they're ignorant now um, and, and to turn that around at a certain point I remember listening to Billy Graham once which uh, might have been all, the only time I listened to him he's a great storyteller he was telling a really good story you know and at the end of that he was talking about because he was getting up in years and he was talking about the importance of doing your work early in life because as you continue to evolve and grow and become who you think you are, but you're not, uh, it gets more and more crystallized. So it's more difficult for a person that's 70 years old to all of a sudden go, hmm, man, I better start changing my life. You know, everything is going to hell. You know, I'm on my third marriage. My kids won't talk to me. I'm broke. You know, it's raining outside and I don't have no shelter. You know, uh, it it's getting to the point where it's not too late, but it's it's a lot easier to do this in your 20s and 30s. Um, I know in my 20s, I was I was pretty wild, to tell you the truth. Um, don't want to go into that either, but I, I was pretty wild. But my my pastime was reading. I, I read a lot, Gurdjieff and Ospensky and. Uh, Ram Das and Krishnamurti and Alan Watts, they were all like during the 60s and 70s. That, that was, and Gurdjieff and Spinsky goes back to the 20s and 30s and 40s. Uh, they inspired many, many people. Frank Lloyd Wright and uh, Aldous Huxley. And uh, I remember Marion Williamson, she's saying, you know, if you want to read a book that spiritual leaders read, and they have a copy sitting by their bedstand. Read Ken Carey. So I did. In Starseed Transmissions, uh, the Flat Rock Journals, um, 
Return of the Bird Tribes. It, it's all really, really good information. But most people don't do that. Most people will simply not take the time to do that. But there comes a time when um, you've got to do something. And, and I guess my point here is that is that something going to be too little too late? Um, in my case, I, I think I, I think I might have slid in under the wire. Um, I started taking my my reading serious when I was about 48 years old. I stopped doing any kind of hard drugs or anything. Uh, cleaned up my act. Uh, ended up in India. Uh, Brazil, where I met my wife, and um, started taking life a little serious. So now I've had like, what, 26 years of um, pretty much working at becoming conscious and aware. Uh, it's a moderate attempt at best. I, I should be meditating more. I should, should, should stop shooting on myself like uh, Ram Das used to say. But... Um, here I am today, and I, I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. I, I'm in touch with reality. Um, Middle East, they say, believe in Allah, but tie up your camel first. I, I've tied up my camel. Matter of fact, I got a couple of camels now. Not really, but they're actually goats. But uh, I'm preparing, but I'm hoping for the best. I, I get up every day hoping that everything I talk about and Alex Jones talks about and Glenn Beck talks about and Russell Brand talks about and thousands of, of podcasters now. It's amazing. We're all doing our, our little teeny part. We're, we're adding a straw that, that's eventually going to break the camel's back. Uh, my straw is pretty small, but if that's the straw that it takes to break the camel's back, I'm glad to do it um, because things are getting tough. They're getting tough, and we better get wise. And uh, that was my dog. Uh, he's a 140-pound, 140-pound <laughs> Rottweiler, and he just heard something outside the office, and that's my cue to go. So until next, <laughs> until next time, uh, thanks for tuning in, and you can always reach me at rahasia at usa.com. <laughs> Take care. Go.